With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Hi, I'm Lisa Kay, and you are listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, Conscious Living for Your Soul. And today, we've got another great show for you. It is called, How Journaling Can Make You a Powerful Intuitive. And I, you know, I picked this topic because, well, I found that working with a lot of students that they were having difficulty um, discerning their intuition from their ego, understanding when their thinking mind is working and when it's not, um, when to really know when their intuition is actually talking to them. And journaling, and I'll explain what I mean by journaling, is a very powerful way to help you gain your confidence in knowing when your intuition is talking to you, know when what your intuition is trying to tell you, and also to give you confidence that your intuition is actually working. Because one of the biggest problems we all have with our intuition is knowing whether it's actually there or not. Um, and then even when you do develop it and you're doing exercises and you're working with your intuition, um, you, we have doubts. I think that's the biggest thing that I have to work with people on is dealing with their doubt, dealing with their they're um, being let down that, hey, you know, I don't know if it's working. I don't think I can do this. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's so vague. It's so subtle. I don't know if it's there. This is how you can really hone in on it and know that your intuition is there and it's working. So we're going to be going into that. You know, and I actually... Um, and again, I'm broadcasting this show in the podcast, um, and it goes out all over the world and uh, in iTunes. Hey, listen, if you are listening to, to my iTunes, if you're listening to the show on iTunes, I would love it if you gave us a review um, and, you know, let us know if you like the show. Uh, it's something that, you know, would be great for us to get the show um, you know, out to other people and in front of other people. And hey, out there to Sylvester coming in from Delaware. It's nice to see you. So I accidentally discovered how powerful journaling can be for intuition. And in this episode, I'm going to show you why. Okay. So 
I used to sit in an intuition development circle. And what that is, is where you work together to develop your intuition with a group of people. And you're all students there and you're all working together. And uh, basically the way it works, the way you do an exercise, is you have what we call sort of an intuition trigger. And that could be a person's name, it could be a question, a situation. Um, And then because we're in a group, one person's not reading for the other. And what you have to do is you have to write down what you received. And then you take turns in sharing what you got. So so you're not basically sitting with one-on-one with someone else and then, um, and then basically giving them what you got. So in that case, because you're writing things down, I started to realize uh, as I was going through these exercises how powerful this can be. Because what happens is, again, when you're working with your intuition for the first time and you're just developing, one of the biggest issues is that you doubt yourself and you're not sure of what you're getting or if it's real. And when you do that, um, you edit and you judge. And when you edit and you judge, then what happens is you actually suppress your intuitive messages. You're actually squashing them because in that gobbledygook, in the stuff that's coming up, that's popping up at you, Um, your thinking mind, your judging mind is basically uh, eating it up and pushing it away. And you don't want to do that. So when you're writing, when you write down what you're getting, um, it's harder to edit. And this is one of the things I teach is that I want you to write down what you receive. So, um, So what I would do is I would write down everything that I got. And then as we were going over the things that were hits, Um, yay, I got it, right? I would actually check it off. You know, I'd have my list and then I would check off what was, what I was getting that was, um, that was right, that was a hit. Or I might, and if it was a really good hit, I would star it or I'd put several check marks or I'd circle it. And part of the reason was I wanted to see out of things, out of my list, what I got right that were hits and what were not. And I started to find, as I was doing more and more exercises, that I was circling more, I was starring more and more and more things because I was getting more and more hits. And it was just, it was just sort of a, a practice that was born out of me just writing things, me being OCD. You know, I was like just writing everything down and, and checking things off and, um, you know, and basically going, these are the hits and these are the misses. Now, let me take a step back and tell you one thing. So one of the things that I discovered, and also, you know, this happens not only happened with me, but with my students, is that when we're doing an intuition exercise and then, you know, you try your intuition and then it misses and it's it's not right, then you get really disappointed and you get down. And we got to get rid of that because you need to understand that a lot of the work in developing your intuition is getting past that growing a thick skin against the misses because the things that you're not, that are not landing, you're not getting right. What do I mean? I know you might not quite understand my terminology, but let's say um, the intuition trigger was a person's name. Suppose, suppose it was um, the, the other person who I'm working with as in an exercise. Let's say I'm, 
practicing, and you can do this. And then the other person is your, quote, sitter. And they give you the name of a person, of a, um, say a good friend, a best friend. And then they tell you, well, tell me all about my best friend. Here's their name, Jane. And you use your intuition. You use a technique, which I teach. And things um, start popping up at you, and you write those things down. And you might get, oh, hair color, personality, uh, likes, things that they're their favorites, things that they don't like. And then um, you... After you write them down, you go over it with your friend who's sitting, who's who's working with you in this exercise, and they they're going to tell you, okay, well that's right, that's a hit, that's right about her, or that's wrong, or that's not wrong, but that's a miss, right? So it could be, well, no, you know, she's got blonde hair, she doesn't have brown hair. You thought your intuition, you thought your intuition gave you brown hair, so so that so that would have been a miss. Now when people get a miss. They get like, oh, I can't do this. I got it all wrong. This is, and, and you feel bad about it, but you can't do that. You have to push through it. You have to get the thick skin and move forward because it's just like learning how to hit a ball when you're playing baseball, right? You get a big basket of balls. You get a big bucket of balls and someone's going to pitch them to you and they pitch a ball to you and maybe you miss it or maybe you hit it. And if you miss one, they don't go, oh, you missed it. No, let's go home. You can't do this. No. You pick up another ball. They, have the, they throw another one at you and you try again. That's what you have to do here. So writing your, what you get down in your exercises, writing down um, the, the things that you think you're getting is intuition in an exercise is valuable. It's so valuable because it's harder for your it's easier to write it down and to speak it to somebody because when you're speaking it, then you're like, oh, I hope I get it right, and you're afraid to look at their face or what they're, what they're going to say. This way, you just look at your paper and you write it down. So that's what I learned from this exercise. It was, you know, from doing many – I did – actually, I, should show, I, I can't show you. It's actually in a box, but I've got – I've got uh, I think for the last – I've been doing circle for, for – oh, you don't even want to know. It's, it's uh, almost two digits the number of years. Um, but I have – in the last – probably the last two, three years, probably two inches, paper. I do it every time. That's how much you get to practice all the time. So that's one of the key things for doing an intuition exercise. And they're good ones, good exercises and bad ones. And uh, I've talked about that. Um, We might talk about it again, but it's important to do good intuition exercises. Um. And I tell my students to do this and how important it is. And one of the things I do know is my students sometimes are reluctant to write down um, everything. you got to write down everything that comes to you in the exercise. And the other thing that I found that was really surprising was that when they did get a hit, it was like, yay, you know, I was celebrating with them. But they didn't celebrate. They were like, oh, well, mm, yeah, that was kind of cool, wasn't it? But, you know, oh, but, you know. It's nothing. It's nothing. And you can't say it's nothing because if you say it's nothing, um, it, it you diminish it. And you don't want to diminish it. You want to highlight it. Highlight it in your mind. So writing it down and circling it and starring it highlights it in your mind. So your mind remembers because you're training your mind to remember how it came to you. So what do I mean? Let's talk a little bit more about journaling. If you've never done an intuition exercise, you don't have to do an exercise to journal. 
what I want you to do is to think about a time when your intuition worked for you. And most people who are interested in intuition already have had some experiences with intuition where it did work. And in that case, when it does work for you, think about it. What happened? I want you to write down the story of what happened. So was it, it could be as simple as, oh, you know, I was thinking about my, my best friend who, you know, I haven't seen or talked to, you know, from, oh, high school and, you know, just thinking about them one day. I never think about them. I haven't spoken to them in years and bingo, they called two minutes later. That is an intuition hit. So what I want you to do is get a journal, write it down. You could type it in the computer or you can put it in your favorite um, journal book or diary and write down the story as if you were telling that someone else all about it. Now, um, I have actually, I had a, a student the other day who was telling me about her story and how she was driving down. Now, she's a beginner, and she's a beginner. She's just starting, and she's finding it difficult to believe that she has intuition and, and understand how it comes to her. And so what I told her, she was telling me about, well, there was one time where um, she was driving with her sister to the mall, I believe it was, and she was coming up to an intersection, and she had to turn left. And as she drove up, stopped for the light, but she stopped way, way beyond the light. It was like she wasn't even there yet. And um, and then just at that moment, as she stopped and was waiting for the light, um, this huge semi-truck came, and it was so big it could hardly get around the turn, and it cut in front of her, um, and it could barely get into the intersection. And it, even where she was, it almost hit her. And so she was like, and they were both shaken, shooken up about it. And her sister said, oh, I was wondering why you stopped so far back, but I'm so glad you did because that truck would have hit us. And so that was the story. And I told her to write it down, to write it down in detail. And what happens when you're writing it down is it solidifies it in your mind, first of all. It helps you remember the experience. It helps you remember how your intuition came to you. So... Was it a feeling? Did, did you know? And I asked her these questions. Did, was it because you felt like you had to stop right at that moment? Was it a feeling that you didn't want to? You had, felt like you couldn't go any further. Was it? Um, was it maybe something you saw? And I said, you know, could have been. And this happens. You know, you're you're driving and you look a, you're look at looking where you're going and the road looks a little bizarre. You know, maybe there's a little wave in the road and you know it it uh, it, it makes you feel like you shouldn't be driving on that part. It, and it and it's weird, but it just makes you stop. So when you recall these things, then you go, "Oh yeah, I had this feeling like I had to like I had to stop right there because if I went further, I started to feel nervous, or I saw that you know that the wave in the road. And now it doesn't mean that the wave in the road really meant anything. It's just that your intuition was telling you stop because you saw something. It was it was giving you a symbol that made you want to stop. And so when you recall the story, so right now, think of a story. Think of a time back when your intuition worked for you and it might have saved you from something or it might have told you something that was coming. Try to remember how it came to you. 
Was it all images? Was it a word? Was it words speaking to you? Was it um, a feeling? What did the feeling feel like? Try to be as detailed as possible and write it down. Write down the story as if you're telling someone else. So here are three reasons why you should be journaling. Number one, it helps you remember how your intuition came to you. So the key to knowing the difference between your ego and your intuition is recognizing when it happens. Again, because it will come to you in the same way. It makes it clearer in your mind when you write it down and you have to describe it. Because, and, and therefore, it makes it more pronounced to you. It's not as subtle. It's like see, you know, going out at night and looking up at the stars. You know, first you just see one or two, but if you stop and you really look and you really stare and let your eyes adjust, you start to see more. You start to see more stars. You start to see maybe planets, things that you didn't notice before. So that's why it's important. That's number one. It helps you remember how your intuition came to you because your intuition will come to you again the same way. Number two, as you're writing, you're going to find there's more intuitive information than you first so you might go back and recall, um, you know, th- th- that how it came to you. Um, I'll give you an example that uh, I was in a doctor's office and I was waiting for the doctor to come in. Now, I had seen him a few months before and I knew that he was having uh, back trouble. And I was wondering how his back was and I thought, oh, you know, I can um, use my intuition. I could create an intuition um, exercise out of this. See, that's a good one because because I can validate. I can validate when he comes in. I can ask. So I thought of that, and then immediately in my head popped an image of him hunched over on crutches, and I was it. It just popped in my my mind so quickly, and immediately after I thought, "Ooh, that's terrible. Don't think like that," because I have a habit of reacting to things that pop in my mind that are negative. So I pushed it away. I dismissed it. And 10 minutes later, he came in, and he was hunched over on crutches. And I was surprised. And then I thought for a moment, I realized, wait a minute. I saw that. My intuition showed that to me. And I remembered it popped up. And not only did I remember that it popped up, that he, I saw him over hunched over on crutches, but I also remembered that I saw what he was wearing. And that's what he was wearing when he came through the door. So because I recalled the image that popped up in my head. So that is why it's important to recall the, um, the story of how your intuition happened and when it worked for you. And you might get more information as well. So... Um, That's number two. Number three is now you have a diary of all your hits. You have proof. You have proof, number one, not only that intuition exists, but that you can do it because you did it. You have now a journal of all your hits. And it gives you such confidence. It helps get rid of your doubt. And that's what you want. You want to get rid of your doubt. You want to know that your intuition is really and truly working for you. And the biggest thing I have to teach people is not the technique, because the technique, yeah, you could learn, you could read it and then do it. 
Um, but it's to teach people, as I said earlier, how to have a thick skin against misses and that and get rid of your doubt. And the journal helps solidify your your belief that you can do this. And whenever you start to not believe that you can do it, you can go back to your journal. You see that worked, and see there's no way I could have known that without intuition. So that's why it's so so important. So. If you're learning how to develop your intuition, um, the first thing you need to do is write down the stories. Write down the stories of how it came to you, how your intuition ca- happened to you in the past. And a lot of people have stories, and, and it could be a little one. If, even if it's a little one, it's okay. You know, um, I knew that, you know, I, I, you know, I knew that display was going to fall over. <laughs> you know, well, how did you know that? What did it, was it a feeling? Recall it. Think, go, think back and start writing it down. Um, and, you know, and I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear your writing your story down. Show me that you're writing your journal, starting it. And, you know, you can send it to me. Go to my website, lmk88.com. Hit that contact button and put it in there and it'll come to me. I'd love to see it. I might... You know, actually, if um, send me, I might put it out on the show the next time we have our show, and I'll share it with everybody. I want to share your stories. So, so that's why journaling is so important. I'm going to look at the, the comments we've got. In, and I'm just trying to see. Um, we've got a bunch of comments out there. Uh the intuition you're speaking of seems like a psychic mind doesn't work on objects but on people. Example, when people are somewhere near me, I get an energy of feelings about them. I have the personality INFJ. That's the Myers-Briggs, a rare type. Um, so are you saying we can develop um, what we are in the past into being psychic? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's the wonderful thing. It's a big spectrum. It's a spectrum of starting out with what you feel is intuition, right? That feeling, that gut feeling, and developing it to the point where it's so good, where you're a powerful intuitive, where you're a master at it, that people think you're a psychic. It's just a matter of terms. It's just what people call into, you know, intuitive versus, um, versus psychic, right? So... I think I answered the question of how do we tell the difference. Um, anyway, so that's our show for today. Um, you know, you are tuning in to Between Heaven and Earth Radio. We've been doing this for over 10 years. Uh, it's Conscious Living for Your Soul. We're going to try to do this. We're back. We try to do it every Wednesday at 6.30 Eastern time. Get it on Facebook and YouTube. If I'm just overflowing with technology um, to the point where it's actually, I hope it all works because sometimes it doesn't. If you want to get some intuition tips, go to lmk88.com. Sign up for my intuition tips weekly. Uh, if you're listening to the show on iTunes, please, you know, give us a, a review if you like it. If you like it on Facebook, share it with your friends. If you like it on YouTube, share it with your friends. Say, hey, write in the comments. I do look at all of them. I really do. I love you guys out there. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Angel blessings to everybody. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.